0: This is the Be Memorable podcast. I'm Ty Erickson, I'll be your host. We'll be talking to the best of the best on how to sell yourself, how to market yourself, how to brand yourself or your company, and overall how to be memorable. In this episode, we've got Ryan Lef back on to talk to us about meditation and how to be more mindful how to clear our minds, and how to make our minds more efficient. Let's jump into the episode. We've got the infamous, I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but Ryan Loeff is back on the podcast. Welcome back, Ryan.
1: Hey, Ty, thanks for having me, man.
0: Yeah, great to have you back on. And we're going to be covering a totally different topic this time around. Uh, I know the last podcast was super popular and people benefited from that. Um, but today we're going to talk about something a little bit different. And and I don't know, you probably, you're a lot more versed in this than I am, but it seems like it's getting a lot more momentum and that's uh, meditating or meditation. And I know you're, you're an authority in that space and you're uh, really involved in that space. So that's what we're going to be covering and uh, we can jump right into it. But before I kind of jump into my agenda, is there anything just on the surface, surface level as far as meditation goes? that you want to give like a, a, an introductory statement on at all.
1: Yeah. So I used to think, honestly, when I heard of meditation, I thought that it was more of like focusing your thought. Yep. And what I've really come to know it to be, at least for me in my experience is it was more about being in that space that I would call awareness. So it's more like the absence of thought. It's more like, Having the awareness that you can be aware of your thoughts and and really have the sensation or the feeling that I am not my thoughts like that. There's some type of there's really not a gap or a separation, but I don't know how else to say it, Ty. But it's like you're looking on at your thoughts instead of being completely lost in them.
0: Would you say that people are doing a form of meditation and maybe not even being aware of it? Or is it something that you have to consciously be trying
1: to do? I would say both are true. I think there's been times where I probably was in a meditative state or I was living in that awareness. But because I wasn't aware of my awareness, then I didn't know how to keep practicing it or I didn't know how to cultivate it into something that could continue to benefit me. Yeah. So. Like, I'm just I've been saying this now for a while. Awareness is the path. And what I mean by that is, is that if you want to cultivate anything different other than what you're currently experiencing, it's got to start and begin with your awareness. Yeah. Like, if you don't have any awareness around something that is going on that you're either doing or you're embodying or in, in, in the way that you're living or a result that you're getting, if you don't have any awareness around maybe why that's happening, then it's just going to keep happening with, with, with you not having any ability to shift or change that.
0: Well, along those lines of awareness, mm. I, to me, uh, at times ignorance seems like it would be the, the opposite of that, which mm. what I've kind of found is when you talk about meditation or, or I'll even use myself as an example, it kind of gets into this, if you're not aware of it, it kind of gets into this taboo space of people, you know, thinking of people doing weird stuff or that maybe it crosses into religion or even spirituality. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that's not what it is at all. Right. I don't think so.
1: I mean, if, if certain people have, for whatever reason decided to take it into those spaces, I mean, they have that prerogative, but we're talking about in my opinion we're just talking about mindfulness correct we're we're, we're talking about thinking about what you think about correct we're, we're talking about taking a step back and looking on at your thoughts as if they're clouds in the sky that are coming and they're going so i'll give you a quick example of that i feel like because of my entrepreneurial Uh, chosen lifestyle over the last 20 years Mm -hmm. because of the circles that I've been in, because of the business environments that I've been in, a lot of the programming and messaging has been around this idea that if you want to do well in business, you better be an early riser. You better be an early bird. Okay. right. And I'm not suggesting that that can't be something that can really help you be successful. But what I've noticed is, is that I don't tend to be an early riser. Yeah. And what I've started Likewise. to become aware of is that uh when I wake up in the morning if if I'm not careful, my thoughts are telling me I should have gotten up earlier. You're behind. You're mm-hmm. not going to be successful. You're yeah. not good enough. No reason you're not making as much as so and so. No reason no wonder your <clears throat> business isn't growing the way that person's is. <laughs> well, that used to happen to me and I didn't have the awareness of my thoughts. Right. And so then I would just be responding all day to that barrage of I'm doing it wrong. I'm not good enough, you know, and I would just try to do it more and I would try harder and I never could seem to be getting up consistently early enough. You know what I mean? And ultimately, it just reminded me that, well, you're you're never going to make it. You're never going to reach your goals. And none of that is true. But it wasn't until I became aware, which I would call being in a meditative state, It wasn't until I learned silence that I learned the absence of thought that I begin to realize that that's just my programming talking to me. I don't have to succumb to that.
0: And that you're not your actions and that you're not your thoughts either. And I think we get confused as we grow up and we're younger that, you know, I always tell my kids, I'm like, look, you're not your actions. That that's not who you are. You just need to make better decisions. But it's also your thoughts, because a lot of us are trained or were raised as, hey, you can't think about that, or if you have those thoughts in your head, you're a bad person, or just like you're saying, like whatever's really going think on that's your head. Sad. You, yeah, I think that's sad. Yeah, super Ty, sad. It's super sad because none of
1: us, none of us can completely. or or even come close to dictating what thoughts arise in our brains and what don't. I mean, like you can't really do a whole lot about whether the thoughts show up. It seems like where you have power and control is then how much attention you give to those thoughts. Correct. But to think that there's to think there's something wrong with you because you had a thought. I, I just, I, I think we've got big misunderstanding in that area.
0: Yeah. And I just think there's a lot of ignorance too. We just, we don't know what we don't know. And if yes. we haven't been taught that, just like you're talking about, if we don't have the awareness, we don't know. And I think that's where a lot of our struggles come from in, in today's day and age is just our ignorance. And, and maybe we're getting it better that than that at that. But um, anyways, not to get off on that tangent, but based on what we have talked about, who, and I know this is like a general kind of a, a lame question, but I, I would really like to know because it goes from, you know, parents to kids to men, to women, to, you know, every shape and size, who in your mind, who right now should be not concerned, but who should be increasing their awareness to be meditating right now? Like who should be uh, looking into that?
1: Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, um, maybe it's, uh, something where people realize, man, uh, I'm a chronic worrier mm-hmm. or maybe, um, I- I'm always stressing about money or maybe, you know, I realize, you know, I have a lot of fear about what people think about me. And so I exert all this energy trying to keep everybody happy and make sure everybody likes me. And then I realize I- I'm not getting the three or four things that actually really mattered done because I've exhausted myself over here. So how do you break out of those cycles of stress? How do you break out of those habits of worry? How do you change this orientation that maybe you developed as a kid from a traumatic experience about something that your parents went through financially? How do you change that so that you don't keep having the vibration and the energy that you keep putting out towards money, which keeps hindering you from, you know, getting to a, a better place in your financial life. And to me, that's the kind of people that if they would just slow down, stop, take a moment, um, they might be shocked at how difficult it is to try to sit in silence. They might, they might, it might really be a wake up call to be like, oh, wow, I am addicted to the constant chatter in my mind. And, Uh and I don't even realize that I am.
0: Yeah. And I'm one of those people, like, I love being able to, to, to sit down, zone out and do meditation. But I, I have a really hard time at allowing those thoughts in my head to quiet. Like, I don't feel like I'm productive. And like you said, I feel like I'm addicted to that of like, if my mind's not working, and I'm not thinking that I'm wasting time, like I'm not.
1: So can you have the awareness, though, that you've been programmed to label it as that?
0: For sure. And you got
1: you got trained to believe that non movement, non thinking, non action somehow equals all those things that you've made up. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, I'm wasting time. I'm okay, But so but are you really wasting time or is it your perception and your judgment of the activity that makes it a waste of time for you? full on
0: perspective. I that's, mean,
1: that's meditation. That's awareness. Yeah. Because if you realize, Oh, wow, I got trained. I got told I got programmed. I've got some thing running in my subconscious that makes me believe that cultivating deeper connection with myself, sitting in silence, being aware of my thoughts. I've somehow gotten to a place that I, I don't see that as valuable. I yeah. don't see that as helpful. But it's not because it's not. It's because I don't personally currently see it as that. If I can change my perception, as soon as I believe and see it as valuable, it will be valuable to me.
0: Yeah. So what about as far as uh, who should be meditating? Are, are, so, it's, Hey, you listen, go-
1: we have an 8-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 14-year-old. And okay. I can tell you right now you know, we, we're, we're not super demanding and I'm not going to check on him every day. And especially for my 14 year old, like he's having a hard time. We, we ask, we have these lists each day that we ask each one of our children to do and they it's a combination of chores and uh homework things and uh maybe they're working on their if they're playing a sport like they got to spend 20 minutes doing drills or uh they got to help around the house or they got to read like you know it's a combination they got to do dishes whatever and the idea for our eight-year-old and 10-year-old is hey we want you to make sure that you've engaged in these activities before you run to your ipad before you just go and and numb out on electronics. Yeah. We we do it a little bit different with our 14-year-old because he has a phone and we're not going to say, "Hey, you have to have all of this done before you can be on your phone." But we are talking to him about, "Hey, but if you're you have to drink a smoothie every day." Like it's yeah. it's like it's like a holistic approach to what are the practices that we can be helping them? They got to participate in laundry. We've got to yep. have some things going on we're we're starting to realize we need to have more conversations around money and how it works and where it comes from and what you have to do to earn it and all of those things but my my point is is that our our eight-year-old and 10-year-old are asked to meditate for 10 minutes and our 14-year-old is asked to do it for 20 minutes for whatever reason the eight and 10-year-old do not resist it in fact they started (laughs) liking it so much that recently my daughter, who's 10, came to me and said, dad, I think I'm going to start doing longer on the meditation. I, I'm really liking it. I was like, oh, wow. So and but my 20, my 14 year old, he resists the hell out of it. I mean, he he's like, what's the point? Why? What do you why do I need to sit in silence yeah. for, you know? <laughs> and I go, well, the fact that it doesn't come easy for you, the fact that it it bugs you. The fact that you feel like it's a waste of time, the fact that you are, your mind's telling you like, why aren't you doing something productive? Like if you could start learning to be aware of that and notice what your thoughts are doing to you at 14, yep. oh my God, how much more of a deep cultivated connection with yourself would you be experiencing in your adult right. life if you learned to practice this now? Yep. And just
0: being more, like you said, just being more aware of, of overall life. I think that's what a lot of us lack kids and adults of just a a complete lack of awareness. And that's not just one thing. That's every area of your life. Are you challenging? Are you? And yeah. shouldn't
1: it be a red flag that you can't sit in silence for 20 minutes without yeah. it driving you nuts? I would even like, say like, most people would struggle with 10. I mean – I'm telling you, dude, like that that ought to – you ought to be like, you know what? That's not okay. Like I don't know yeah. how I got here, but it's not going to be okay for me to not – I should be able to do that. And it should be yeah. calming and grounding, and I should be able to – tell my mind like you know what we'll get to those emails we'll get to practice we'll get to that conversation with my spouse we'll get to all that but right now i'm going to sit here and check in with me like i'm going to i'm going to make sure that i'm really connected to the non physical part of me like surely it would be worthy and valuable enough to take even 10 minutes a day To communicate to yourself that you matter, that you're a priority, that you have to come above all these other responsibilities, all these other identities, all these roles that you're playing out here in society. Is it important for you to do what you do at work? Yes. Is it important for you to be on the basketball team if you're a teenager? Yes. Is it important for you to show up as a spouse or a father or whatever? Yes. But you know what's got to take priority at least 10 minutes a day is you.
0: Well, funny enough, we we kind of abuse that that modality because most of us say, "Oh, I need a rest. Oh, I need to take a break. Oh, I can't keep going. I got you know, I got to stop anytime." The funny thing is, is when does your mind get that time out? If you're not meditating, I mean, some people maybe it say it literally
1: doesn't unless right, you're sleeping,
0: right? And, and even even then, is your mind, you know, yeah, right, like it, yeah, yeah, is it a productive a uh, break for your mind as to where meditation would be like you said a, a focused rest for your mind and also just decipher it I almost look at it as a, a filing system you got this desk you got all this crap and you throw a bunch of files on your desk and you just don't organize and you don't file it I, I get that's the the old school way of doing things but if you don't do that you just got clutter and I think that's what's going 100%. on in most most people's mind is it's yes. just completely cluttered
1: yeah what what, um, what what would what would happen in all of our lives If we increased our mental and emotional clarity by even one or 2% in the next 30 days, the next 60 days, like how much of a real impact would that have if we grounded ourselves, learned to practice silence? And here's the thing. People who I teach and guide in my meditation group and stuff, they're Mm -hmm. always telling me, well, Ryan, but I, I just can't seem to stop thinking. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Do you, do you, what, what, what kind of thoughts do you have about that? Oh, well, I feel like I'm doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, who told you there was a wrong way to do it? Where did you even get that idea? Are yeah. you even aware of how you don't even know why you're even feeling that way? Right? And have you noticed how you can't even just let your thoughts be there? Now you're mad that the thoughts are there. Now you're angry at your thoughts. Now you're pissed. (laughs) I mean, it's just craziness. It's like throwing
0: crap on top of crap.
1: Yes. But until you really get silent, you don't realize that this is what your mind does to you all day, every day. Yeah.
0: And And you're like,
1: and you're just responding to all that nonsense all the time.
0: And that's if you're, you know, on a good day, feeling good. I mean, think about right. when you're fatigued and brain fog and all that stuff. Oh man, that's when you finally just go, "Oh, today's a horrible day, and I can't think straight." And I can I think in those days, that's when uh, meditation would be most important. Um, which kind of takes me on a side question: Is there any like? preferred amount per day is it just once per day or is it like the type of thing where you have it you're, you know you do meditation first thing in the day yeah um, and you're off to a good start but maybe you get into a funk in the afternoon is that the type of thing yeah so you here's would my say,
1: answer to that i think it's multifaceted there is some science around the fact that right after you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. you are still in what they consider the theta state which is okay. the state that actually can reprogram your subconscious mind okay and So, and then you're also starting to move into that when you start to get tired and you put away all your electronics and you start to move towards sleep. So I try as much as possible, even if it's just five minutes, I try to wake up and just then, so now I'm awake, but I try to move into meditation, which is just focused on my breathing or focused on a fan noise, anything that will help me to stop thinking. Mm hmm. So the only way I know how to stop thinking is to put all my focus and all my attention on my breath or on a noise that doesn't lead me to a bunch of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then every time I start to realize I'm having thoughts, I've learned that I don't need to beat myself up there. I'm not no. doing anything wrong. But now that awareness needs to take my attention back to my breath or that fan yep. noise. And I just need to let those thoughts go, because the number one way to take power away from something is to stop giving it attention
0: is there
1: when you're talking about that modality is there different ways to meditate or is it you could do guided meditation which Mm -hmm. is where someone is kind of walking you through uh uh, affirmations verbal stuff you can do i i personally just like silent uh meditation you can also put on different uh, background music with like different mm-hmm. vibrations or frequencies um, where there's no words or anything, but it's just something that's kind of gives you a, a focus, a soothing. And again, as soon as you start to notice that you're thinking, just be the awareness of your thoughts. Don't judge them. Don't be mad at them. Don't push them away, but then bring your, your focus back to your breath or back to that uh, frequency music or back to that fan noise anything that gets you back into your conscious but you're not in thought
0: and, do you think people need to start with guided like do uh,
1: they? I, I think they just yeah sure i sure absolutely um or or start with someone that already kind of knows how to do it um mm-hmm. and and back so so first thing in the morning late at night is ideal i mean and you know, some people, they, they start their day off with an hour or two hours. Like there mm-hmm. is no exact way. But even if you just take five minutes to yeah. say, here's what I love about just taking five minutes is most of us, when we wake up, we grab our phone. We, we jump right into an activity. Yeah. Think about what we're communicating to ourselves when we practice just saying the first five minutes are sacred. They're, they're for me. They're yeah. about me grounding myself Before I get into the craziness and the cycles and the constant thought and all the roles I have to play and all the things I got to do, I at least said to start the day, I matter, I'm important, and I'm going to put me first because I know the rest of the day, man, I'm going to have to be pouring into other things and other people. Yeah. And then I think if you're going to do and build up a longer practice, I really think you want to work towards at least getting to where you can sit in silence for an hour. I feel like the first 30 minutes are kind of like when you're breaking up with a girlfriend or a boyfriend.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Like you're trying to break up with this constant relationship with your thoughts. Yeah. And it's frustrating and you fight and you argue and you're hurt. And then after 30 minutes, the breakup's finally over. And now you <laughs> sulk and now you're down and now you're depressed. And now you got to deal with the, the fact that you're not in that relationship anymore. And that takes about 15 minutes. And then what I've experienced is, is it's only in those last 15 minutes that then I really get to that place where I'm like, oh, wow, I feel such a sense of peace. I feel such a sense of calm. So I think you have to go at least 45 minutes to really break through the feeling of I'm not any good at this. I can't do Uh, this. This isn't working. I suck at this. Oh, I can't stop thinking like you have to stick with it long enough until you can get past that part. So you can actually enjoy 15 minutes of just being. Yeah.
0: And you found that you've, you know, you've got enough experience in it to where you've progressed as you've gone You've been able to to get a better handle on it over time. I, I can and, go. And work your way I, up. I mean,
1: I don't do this on a regular basis or whatever, but I've been able to. I can. I've set. I've set a couple of months ago. I did a five hour silent meditation. Oh my god! And other than to get up to pee, I, I, I could do it. And I and I mean, sure, there was a you know, but for the most part, like I could just, I could just notice like my thoughts were just telling me, oh my god, you could be getting so many things done. Oh my right. god, I can't believe you're just sitting here. Oh, this is so dumb. <laughs> and I'm almost just laughing. Like I'm just sitting there eating popcorn, watching a movie of my thoughts, just going, right. This is hilarious. Where does all this chatter come from? It's just pointless. It's you, when you really start to cultivate a meditation practice, you are going to laugh hysterically at just the ridiculousness of the constant chatter in your mind. And you're going to realize that 95% of it is completely pointless. Well, and that's what
0: I've found. I'll sit there and I'll notice my thoughts and I'm like, I think about the stupidest stuff. So it's it's the dumbest stuff, but it's stuff that that I don't even realize is going on in my head. Like I don't I don't even realize I'm thinking about it. The thoughts are in there. And then when you start to meditate, you're like, wow, like I've got so many things going on in my head. I don't even realize that I'm worrying and thinking about the dumbest stuff.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm telling you, it it really does pay off it might be kind of difficult to feel like you know that it's paying off like because I think we're always looking for all these external results to prove that something is working right but if you can start to just be aware of like you know I I think I have less stress or like I just feel more grounded or more calm or wow you know we kind of had a stressful moment with one of our kids last week and I actually handled that really well compared to like, that's what you have to start realizing. And that's what will inspire you to continue to practice it and build it into a, into a habit. So there's like, there's like the time where you truly set and you're in meditation. And then I think there's like a way to just live in what I would call a meditative state. Mm. And the meditation part is where you literally are working to learn how to set and not think. And it might take you months. It took me four months before I felt like I had the awareness that I went an extended period of time and thought, oh, I didn't really I wasn't thinking. Oh, wow. OK, cool. Um, so it's not something that you just figure out overnight. And then being in a meditative like lifestyle or state of being is where you just are constantly aware of what your thoughts are trying to do to you. To get you out of alignment with your processes, with being present, with the things that you want to be doing on a day in and day out basis to cultivate and live a life of joy, satisfaction and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And when you're constantly aware, then it's, it's two things. One, you can stop yourself and realign when you notice that your thoughts are getting you out of whack. And two, you, you realize how much you have been constantly beating yourself up pointlessly and that you didn't have any power to stop it because you hadn't been aware that it was even happening.
0: So, if someone's saying, "Oh, this sounds all great," and I want to get to that that point, where do they start? Like, I
1: mean, obviously. just to be real honest, I mean, I'll just I'll just tell you straight up. I mean, I yeah. started a group meditation guidance program called the Four 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 Collective, uh-huh. and it's forty four bucks a month. Uh, I, I think anybody on the planet pretty much could figure out a way to afford that and invest mm-hmm. in that. And I guide you. You get two times a week, you get one hour sessions where it's coaching guidance and we actually do meditate together on Zoom. And then there's two other times where I jump on for 30 minutes and uh, answer questions and give tips and all this stuff I'm sharing with you. And then you get a private Facebook group and Pretty much just about every day, I I share a three or four minute video with a tip or something that can be helpful or something that I'm learning. You can engage. You can ask questions. I'm active in that group. So I just wanted a starting point. I wanted a place that was a very small financial investment, but it was at least something. Like $44 still will probably motivate people to go, you know, I'm spending $44. I ought to engage in that. I I ought to actually work at this practice. But now all these things I'm sharing on here, I can constantly remind these people in there and I can remind them not to be hard on themselves. I can remind them that it's going to take some time to cultivate this. I can remind them that, Hey, if you sat down today and tried to practice 30 minutes of meditation and you thought I never could stop thinking, okay, well, let's try it again tomorrow. Like it's not the end of the world. This is not a test that you can get right or wrong. It's not a fail pass. Yeah. This is more about cultivating a practice that will just over time give you a better experience as a human being
0: so what does that look like for people that may not know what is what does meditation look like physically is where is where does that question may sound some people may not know if it's somebody there cross their fingers you know different views that people may have what does that look like physically? Like when you're going
1: through, doing I mean, I meditation. like to, yeah, I like to sit. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, cause I'm, my goal is I don't really want to fall asleep. Uh, but right. I also don't judge myself if I do. Okay. See the difference. So yeah. my intention is not to fall asleep, but I've become so aware that if I do, the thing I really need to be aware of is, is my mind trying to judge me and say, oh, see, you fell asleep, you idiot. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, you didn't do it right look, I've got to, it's got to be okay to be human. You know what I mean? Like, um, but so I, my intention is to set up, um, so that I have a smaller chance of dozing off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I like to practice it with my eyes closed, but there are even forms of meditation that are specific to the idea of keeping your eyes open. But what I tend to practice is silence meditation, no guidance, no music, no anything, just Sometimes I go honestly into my master bedroom closet. I just do because that's where I feel like I have the most silence. It's the, where there's no distractions. Um, I like to do it first thing in the morning before my family wakes up and I like to just sit and you don't have to hold your hands any certain way. Again, there's not really a right or wrong. It's more of, I want to notice. Am I fidgety? Am I, am I doing something with my hands? Am I tapping my feet? And again, not to get on myself, not to make it wrong, but to just go, hmm, where did I develop that nervous twitch? Or yeah. why do I have this nervous energy? Or where is that anxiety coming from? I want to be a scientist of my life. I want this to be like an experiment where this is about me learning more about me. This is self-actualization. This is about discovering why I am the way I am and then having the awareness to extend grace to myself and to see where I would like to shift because I'm not satisfied with that pattern or those habits or the level of anxiety that I feel in those moments. But it starts with awareness because you can't do anything about something you don't know about.
0: Yeah. But and you're, the goal is to stay conscious, correct? I mean, yeah. you don't want to go lay down and fall asleep and be like, oh, yeah, I meditated for an hour, you know, that it's to stay conscious and essentially be comfortable and be able to, you know, have that mindfulness. Correct. I mean, yeah. for and people to, that are to like, to well, just yeah, sit
1: there and, and even if your thoughts are making you uncomfortable and making you want to get up, well, who's in control? It, are your thoughts, are you a slave to your thoughts mm-hmm. or can you communicate to your thoughts? Hey thoughts, I understand you think there's all these things that I need to go do and I need to eat and I need to feed my belly and I need to check my Facebook and I need to do this and that, whatever. But right now you're going to sit here yeah, and and, and we're going to cultivate connection and I'll get to all of that. But for the next 30 minutes or the next hour, the next five minutes, whatever it is, you're going to sit here because I'm in control. I'm not a slave to you. So how do you,
0: once you've done this and you start practicing it and you get consistent, you start getting a little bit of a handle of it, what, what are the biggest differences that you've noticed? And I, I know you've talked about a lot of it, but it, is there other like day-to-day items that if, if somebody, you know, needs more reason than other being, other than being mindful and taking time out, uh, I know we've talked a lot of, more about that, but what are some of the other major differences that you've noticed just on a day-to-day basis uh yeah. per- performance wise, maybe, you know, work wise, relationship wise, parent wise, stuff like that.
1: Man, I just feel like um I, I I lose my cool so much more less. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't say that real well. but <laughs> Basically, <laughs> this I don't, isn't an English podcast. Yeah, so we're good. I, I I I don't I don't I don't have. i have noticed. I have fewer moments where I lose my cool or I blow yeah. up and I say things that are hurtful to people I love. Yeah, I I just find that I I can stop it before it happens so many more times now. Yeah, so my awareness has just grown uh, that I can feel that anger or I can feel that like boiling up inside. And Mm -hmm. I now uh, find myself that in real time, a lot of times I can catch it before I end up saying stuff that I didn't really mean, or that would have been hurtful, or that would have been me just not understanding the whole perspective. Look, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Of course, I still have moments where I do that. But then even in this more meditative state, boy, I love how quick I am now to go to my son or to go to my wife and say, you know what, just a minute ago, like, man, I totally was out of line. Like I yeah. did not handle that well. So I'm, I'm really sorry. Well, but that then, would be the th- definition of mindfulness, right? Yes, like you're able yes. to
0: think before you act. Funny enough, I've been having this conversation with my kids telling blue in the face. They don't think before they act. They act and then they go, oh, sorry. And I go, you keep doing the same thing over and over. You need to learn how to think before you act or think Correct. before you speak. Yes. And and that is like you're talking about. That's just that mindfulness. And that applies to us as adults, as kids, in work, in relationships, in everything. Can we be mindful and have that thought process before we just jump to react or jump to act or jump, jump to speak?
1: Yeah. And I think another thing that's happening right now is I've been able to really see a lot of my inconsistencies um I I haven't been completely satisfied and happy with some of the business growth that I know is possible and I feel like uh this meditation practice has helped me start to take more personal responsibility um like for an example okay so I'm working with a business guy right now and they were like okay well where are you getting your leads from for your for your business and your mm-hmm. coaching and your group and your one on one and what are those conversations like and honestly, after about a week of trying to get all that information to him, I realized I haven't been documenting this. I haven't been tracking my results. I don't even yeah. know what's working and what's not working. So instead of that making me mad, it just made me realize, well, no wonder you're frustrated, Ryan. No yep. wonder you're not reaching your potential because there's a part of you that knows you're you're capable of getting better results and doing more business, helping more people, earning more income. Yet now that you're putting a real microscope on your habits in business, wow, look at that. Of course, you're not getting the the kind of results you want. You, you're not even documented. You can't even tell anybody what's working, when it works, how much it works, if you should keep doing it. So guess what? I've been very sporadic in, in, in my approach. I've been inconsistent in my marketing why? Because I wasn't tracking it. But yeah. what's cool knee-jerk, is...
0: Re- knee-jerk reactions. Yes. Reactive.
1: But what's cool is now I'm in a place, I'm not mad at myself. I'm not beating. I'm just going, well, then we're going to fix that. Well, yeah. then we're going to start tracking it. And it, yep. and it actually makes me excited because I know what's going to happen. I'm going to get better results. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually close that gap on that sense of dissatisfaction. There's nothing wrong with me. It's just my business practices aren't what they need to be. Great. Well, now that I'm aware of them, let's go sure those things up. Let's correct that. And then feel the excitement and the enthusiasm of knowing that, of course, that's going to start paying off. Of course, if I'm more consistent, of course, if I have better business practices, that's going to yield more income, more clients, more results. So now, I'm like, I, I haven't been this excited in a long time because I'm like, I feel like I'm starting to see the holes where I was dropping the ball, where I, the water was flowing out of my bucket. You know what I mean? Yep. And I feel like all of that's come from being in a more grounded, calm, meditative state where I'm, I'm not just at the mercy uh, of my thoughts but I'm actually starting to see where, okay, I just got to correct that a little bit. Okay. I got to tune that up a little bit. Okay. Fix that. And it's just, it's, it's like, it's a big deal and it's not a big deal. If that makes any sense.
0: No, it, it, it totally does. And maybe it doesn't to other people that haven't, you know, maybe ventured into that space, but yeah, I mean, from, from my point of view, it, it's right along this same thing that you're talking about. It, it's again, going back to that, that mindfulness, but being mindful of other people, being mindful of, of decisions that are going to benefit all those involved. Um, and, and again, just taking time, I've gotten to this space where I'm like, you know what, it's just evaluate and progress, evaluate and progress as to mm, where before. I on, really like that. Yeah, earlier on in my career, and, and people always talk about this. They're just like, man, I just feel like I'm always putting out fires. I'm always... And it's like, because you are reactive, you are waiting mm. for stuff to happen. And yes. then you're, oh, no, I got to go take care of this. And oh, no, I got to go take care of this. And oh, no, I got go to oh, no, go take care of this. And before you know it, you're only dealing with problems. Then you've got mental, physical burnout. You're going yes. home. You're blowing up at your kids. And it's like, just like you've been talking about this whole time, just stop and just evaluate, just stop, step back, take a break and evaluate. And that's, again, kids to adults. And I feel like I've definitely got a a lot of progress that I need to make on the meditation side. But just the fact that I'm making that effort every single day, also gives myself. it all starts with awareness. Yep, it, it gives myself exactly it gives me I'm making the effort to be more aware and more mindful. And it may be the most the smallest thing in the world, but it Exactly. It it, it, it's making me more it'll be unbelievable.
1: I'm telling you, in four or five years, you're gonna look back and and it's gonna be like you drifted. You know how when you're in the ocean and you drift and then all of a sudden you're Mm. like, Holy crap, I'm like way down the beach line from where all my stuff is, and I didn't even realize it. Yep when you're cultivating mindfulness, when you're buying into this idea and process that, you know what, if you have moments throughout the day where you don't feel in control of your emotions, take a five minute break, go close your eyes, cultivate connection with yourself, focus in on your breath, see if you can stop thought for a couple of minutes. You'd be amazed then at how you can step back into whatever it is you need to handle in a much Greater state of consciousness than if you just keep plowing through it without pausing and collecting yourself and reminding yourself that you are not your thoughts.
0: Well, and I think, on the also going along with that, um, I think one of the most happiest states you can get into is a state of gratitude. And I I think it's virtually impossible to get into a state of gratitude if if you're not able to stop for a minute and evaluate, um, you know, and, and get into that state of meditation to be grateful for what's going on, you know, regardless. I could not agree with that
1: more. You know, we we came out of a season as a family, and and, and you know this, Ty, because mm-hmm. we're friends, but, yep. you know, up until about eight or nine months ago, you know, our family lived in an RV for two mm-hmm. years. Yep. We traveled all around the U.S., okay? We had the financial means to do a lot of amazing things. I mean, yep. truly, we we lived an unbelievable life. I mean, we're We literally went to all the states. I mean, we're chasing good weather. We're hiking. We're camping. We're whitewater rafting. We flew in a helicopter, landed on a glacier. Like, I mean, it was incredible, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, now we're in more of what you know, most people would call a more normal life. I mean, we just live in a, (laughs) we rent a house in Jinx, Oklahoma. All Mm -hmm. three kids are back into a structured school environment. They all have activities. You know, our youngest is plays basketball and is in gymnastics. Our daughter's now into basketball. My son's very competitively into basketball. And I realized the other day that you know, our life now is consistent more of how many times we got to get in the car and pick up, drop off, take here, go there, do this, do that. And if I allowed myself to compare that to the last two years of being in an RV, I'd be depressed. I'd be down. I'd be mad. I'd be pissed off. Right. (laughs) But instead this meditation, um, practice, this, this being in mindfulness, you know what I do I just feel so much gratitude that we got those two years. Yeah. And at the same time, I embrace and accept that right now this is our current season of life. Yeah. But our kids are not being pushed. They love what they're involved in. They love their school that they're going to. I get to be a dad. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I can believe it, but like Addison's in eighth grade but he's already thinking about high school and he wants to start on varsity next year. And we go to all the high school games at his school and support him. Well, they got beat out of the playoffs on Friday. Mm -hmm. Well, on Saturday night, the teams that beat out our school were playing in the winner's bracket of the regional final. And it was like an hour away. And I I love basketball. And I'm like, Hey, Addison, you want to go watch? And he was like, Oh yeah. And I was able in real time to just, drive down the highway and think, how does it get any better than this? I have a 14 year old, a teenager who wants to go and watch high school basketball with his dad and is willing to talk to me and engage. And we're talking strategy and this and that. And he's talking about, oh, dad, I got to work on this move and all. And I'm thinking, if I didn't have the ability to appreciate this in real time, I would be missing a moment that is the pure essence of what it means to be human.
0: Yeah. And on the flip side, it'd be very easy under that scenario to complain about a lot of things in that, in that situation. As weird as that sounds, most people would be like, well, yeah, you know, no, that sounds great. And I would, but there is a lot of times in our lives that we, have to do those types of things subconsciously. And we're like, Oh, it's going to take 45 minutes to get there. And I'm sitting in the car. I've got so many things to do. You know, I want to go and I want to spend the time, but I've just got so much going on. You know, I've got people calling me and, and so, yeah, there's two different, there is different sides to that, uh, that people maybe aren't even aware of that there's a lot of things we do in our life that should
1: be that way that aren't. You know what meditation's helped me do? That that's What's such that? great insight. It's helped me practice being present. Once I make yeah, a decision yeah. on what I'm doing, then I accept that I can't be doing something else. So I good might point. as well be fully present in this. Yeah. Good so, good point. So how how often are we making decisions and choices with what we're going to do with our time, but yet we let our mind be somewhere else? So then technically, we're not even actually really doing the thing that we're doing because we're not there. We're not present. Our body's there, but we're not there mentally, emotionally. We're not connecting. So, yeah, I could have driven down there. And the whole time I could have been thinking about all these other things I should have been doing. And actually, I would have null and voided the actual real thing that was happening, which was me and my son actually had time together. There was a real connection happening. And it wasn't like it had to be nonstop. There was some of the time he was on his phone and he was – so I don't want to make it out like – my kid's not a normal teenager. He is. It no, was like, yeah. there was some connection and there was some conversation. And then there were other times where I was just driving. He was doing his thing on his phone and I let yep. him have that space.
0: Sure. It was both. Well, and, and again, to another point that I'll just touch on this cause it's such a, to me, it's such an epidemic. But when, when you talked about staying in the present moment and that meditation can help you out with that, uh, like they say, anxiety lives in the future. Depression mm. lives in the past. Yes. So if you are an anxious or a depressed person, question that and say, okay, is that true? When I do feel anxious, is it always that I'm worrying about what's to come? And if you're a depressed person, am I so focused on the past and what's mm. happened and what I've done mm. wrong and, mm. and what I should. Anyways, when I look at that, you kind of go, so okay, good. maybe, maybe that is something if you're an anxious person, then you should evaluate that. And maybe meditation is a big piece of what you're missing. And if you're depressed, likewise. Um, anyways, uh, Ryan, so how do, if people are like, hey, I wanna meditate, I wanna get started, I wanna start learning about this how can they get a hold of you what's what's the best way yeah just go to my website
1: resource? ryanlelf.com and uh just look up the 444 collective that's my group meditation coaching program all the details are there and then you can just uh, enter your name and email address it'll contact me directly uh, we can always set up a 15 minute free consultation call if you want to ask specific questions or just make sure you fully understand you know what you'd be getting involved in but Yeah. It's all on my site, ryanlelf.com. Uh, make sure you know how to spell my last name. It looks like Lou Elf (laughs) L U and then E L F, but the U is silent when you pronounce it. It's just Ryan Lou Elf, but it's lelf.com. And just know that, um, I asked for a three month commitment because I mean, it's like, what's one month really going to do. So you're really committing to $132. I'm running a special right now till the end of February that you get your first month free. And, um, it's really a question of, hey, if you could learn and be guided and be given some insight into what it would look like to be less anxious, live more at ease, be more present, cultivate yeah. a deeper connection with yourself, would that be worth a $132 investment or right now an $88 investment? And then you can decide if there's enough value for you to continue on and be a part of the community and stay active and continue to have somebody kind of almost like a little bit of built-in accountability to remind you to keep going, that it's an ongoing long-term lifestyle that you're after. It's not about you do this one time, you master it. Oh, stamp of approval. I got my, you know, meditation degree. No, this is more about how do I get into a habit? How do I create a neurological pathway? How do I create the muscle memory to where my body actually craves those moments of silence. My body knows how important the value of being in silence and, and being observant of my thoughts is. That actually, you flip it, and now you become addicted to the thing that serves you well, instead of being addicted to all the things that don't.
0: And and people have got to ask themselves, uh, besides the money, if you don't start doing this, what is it going to cost you? Monetarily, emotionally, mentally. Physically, everything
1: else. Yeah, and what a great thing to do to just start with something like 44 bucks a month. Maybe you're not in the habit of self-growth. Maybe you haven't had a practice of evolving, of knowing how to cultivate higher levels of consciousness, right? And you're like, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of places you can begin. I'm just telling you I'm one of them. Correct. I'm not saying I'm the end all be all or that I've got everything figured out, but you got to start somewhere. Yep. And Do you've something. Gotta, you got to get into some type of a practice where you're investing time, money, resources, energy into you. Yep. Like, And you don't
0: have to reinvent the wheel either. No, I mean, there's people no, that have no. already gone down this path, so. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, and, 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 and you can take what you love about how I teach it and then you can mold it and change little nuances as you figure out what works better for you. Yeah. So you you don't take what I say as like the only way. I'm just sharing you of a way. Yeah. And sharing you the benefits, the results, and my experience. And if you tweak it a little bit and you find a groove and you find like, oh wow, well, I don't do it exactly that way, but I took the essence, I took the principle, and now I found that for my current lifestyle or the way I have to do it with my kids or the things I've got going on with my spouse or my schedule at work or whatever. I found that actually this works a little bit better. Oh, but man, I really can say I'm feeling this way or, Oh, wow. I'm starting to notice how much better I'm doing in this category. Great, man. Like we should just be cheering people on for being engaged in their own lives. agree. Well, Ryan, thanks so much, man, for your time
0: as always. um, Hopefully we get another opportunity to, pull some more value out of you, but I appreciate your time. And, uh, we'll end on that. I'll put your information in the notes so people know how to get a hold of you and until next time.
1: Thanks a lot, Ty. I really enjoyed it, but I always appreciate you having me on and thanks for yeah. all you're doing and the value you're putting out for all your clients. I hope they really, uh, appreciate, you know, that you're wanting to make a difference in their lives, not just with your you know, actual business, but right. in every aspect of their life. So keep right. going, man. You're doing right. great work.
0: Appreciate it. Likewise. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Okay. Sounds good, we'll buddy. Bye bye.